Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. At the theater, more than the movies come to life, movie lovers march in and skip the line with digital tickets to the latest movies on the free Fandango app. Ready to grab some snacks. Pick me! And head to the best seats in the house for a night of romance, terror, and quality family screen time. Visit Fandango.com or download the app today for your ticket to the movies. Hello and welcome to Bet the Edge on Monday, September 26th. Thanks to everyone watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. Coming up, Drew and I will reveal which team's stock is up and stock is down after Sunday's Week 3 results. And we will handicap the Cowboys versus Giants tonight. All that and more coming up on Bet the Edge. Drew, how was your weekend? Uh, it was a delight, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, the NFL, it's just it's the gift that keeps giving in terms of like <laughs> wild, crazy things happening on any given Sunday. Um, that you know, the the end of the one o'clock games was just you know outrageous and then yeah. to get that uh that hot mess in prime time was just it was hilarious <laughs> i mean the memes jimmy g stepping oh, out of the goodness. end zone before throwing a pick six that gets wiped off because of a safety <laughs> uh, like it, like you can't make it up it was just as entertaining as ever um and you know i mean this week looks incredible week four oh, there's yeah. a lot of good angles oh, to pick yeah. at here the only problem is everyone is hurt <laughs> that was yeah. your weekend you know, my weekend was good. College football was an absolute smashing success. Like, I think I only lost one side, one full game side all Saturday. And then Sunday was great, except for player props. I think this is the first time I've ever given out more than three player props on a Sunday. And I lost all five. So mm. I wasn't too proud of those. Like, I got hooked about three plays, oh. which just shows you how sharp the lines are. When you start making plays on Saturday, you've pretty much missed out on everything. Yeah, I think that's actually a fair point. And, um, you know, people have been saying this all in the run up to the NFL this season that like there are sharper players and more liquidity than ever in those player prop markets. Yeah. And so in years past, you could wake up on Sunday morning and kind of fire out some soft stuff and, you know, pad your pad your win loss. Not anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And and my, the type of better I am, especially when it comes to to player props, is I normally focus on college football first. Um, that's absolutely my strongest where I know just about every single player on every team. So by the time I'm done with all my college football research, there's not much time for me to to dig into the NFL. This is a lesson learned uh, the hard way for me personally. I can only originate one or the other. Like yeah. there's just not enough hours in the week if you know, in the run up and preparation, keeping track of injury reports and, you know, just kind of coming up with your own numbers to do both, in my opinion, which is why, you know, it's good to have a team. It's good to have a, a group of of, <laughs> uh, of friends who are uh, handicapping different sports and you can kind of lean on each other in that way. So that's kind of my solution to what is a very clear problem that I think a lot of players face, which is just not enough time in the day to do both college and NFL. 
No, I totally agree. Well, Drew, Sunday was fun. So you mentioned it. A lot of shock results. Who is your team that you have stock on the rise? I think you have to start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. That was an impressive win. Um, you know, you can set aside the fact that Justin Herbert ultimately did play and was, a, you know, reasonably looked fine uh, in terms of kind of operating that offense, but it didn't matter because the Jaguars came out with a absolute A plus effort. They were in a tough spot coming off of a really, really solid divisional win at home. They go across the country to play a Chargers team and they were razor sharp in that game. I thought that they pressed their advantage, uh, particularly kind of testing the Chargers soft run defense very well. We haven't seen either of the two first uh, Chargers opponents exercise that advantage. Jags did it in spades uh, and Trevor Lawrence looking very comfortable in the pocket right now. He was making some really aggressive yes. downfield passes and making them look easy. And I got to tell you what they're for what, for how soft the run D is for the chargers. They have some elite secondary players and Lawrence just made those guys look like they were average. And uh, you know, you have to absolutely respect the fact that the Jaguars are now two and one. Uh, kind of right in the mix here. If they can continue their winning ways, they got another tough test on deck against the Eagles where they're catching seven points, back-to-back uh, -back road spot, not great. Um, but, uh, you know, Doug Peterson has these guys playing like professionals, and we were making jokes about everyone's hurt. The Jags are healthy. Yeah, absolutely. No, what's funny is, you know, I teased the Jags at the original line, and then I believe it was you. I heard some some quote coming from you that the Jags are still a fair price at plus three and a half. And so I teased them again at that line, and I should have just bet them outright. I was like, didn't know what I was doing there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, the, I guess for me, the um, you know, the Chargers caught a lot of bad breaks with, with they uh, like they're off like like Rashawn Slater matters. He, him going down mattered. Keenan Allen not being available mattered. Um, but it still was pretty cool to see that Jags defense, who hasn't really been that impressive in the last couple of years, all of a sudden, like those young pass rushers, they're clicking. Yeah. Um, and if that unit is a you know is a factor in any given game, now probably not gonna be this week going up against one of the best <laughs> offensive lines in the Philadelphia Eagles, but uh, you know, gotta keep uh, your eyes on this team overall because uh, they're gonna be a tough out if they can get their nose into the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. I love what Peterson's getting out of his guys. And, you know, I saw the memes going around that Urban almost ruined Trevor Lawrence. It's good <laughs> to see him taking that next step. Let's talk about my team, the Miami Dolphins. My stock is up huge for the Dolphins. So listen, last season, everyone knows the, the talk of the town was how terrible Tua was. And I've even heard it after this game that Tua was not good. He only threw for 180-something yards and a touchdown. If Tua does not come in back, come back into that game after he suffered the concussion, then there's no way they win that game. Since 2021, they were 24th in DVOA, and then this year they are second. Yes, they got weapons: Jalen Waddle, they have Chase Edmonds, they have Tyreek Hill. Most importantly, they proved that this defense that was really good last year struggled a bit in Week One and Two could really turn the gears. They made Josh Allen look like a second-rate quarterback. What's so impressive about that is the media is not going to talk about how Josh Allen looked. I watched that game, and you can blame it on the heat. You can blame it on the crowd. I'm blaming it on that defense. The defense yeah. really put him in a grinder. Yeah, particularly in those final two drives where they needed yes. it the most. And the fact that the Dolphins 
got so little out of that offensive possession in the final yep. four minutes and put their defense right back out on the field. And those guys performed, even though they had spent 40 minutes on the field on Sunday <laughs> and a hundred play, you know, up against yeah. like 90 <laughs> offensive plays. Like that was an absolute test and they showed out. Um, and I think, uh, I agree with you macro, the dolphins have to be a stock up. They're three and zero. they have two divisional wins that matters. Yes. Um, now, it was two home games against the Bills and the Patriots, and they're going to have to go to the yep. Bills and the Patriots later this season when the weather is not in their favor. <laughs> um, and so, you know, there's still a long way to go here for the Dolphins to kind of, uh, you know, realize their potential. However, uh, and, you know, and but you have to recognize stock up the problem I see for them. They spent all of that time on the field, that defense. Yeah. Now they got to turn around on a short week and they got to play the Bengals. Not a good spot on Thursday for the Dolphins. And I think realistically, you're seeing the market speak to that specifically. This was a, a, you know opened uh, since in the minus one and minus one and a half range. It's up to three. I think there are some people who are betting that based on the two injury potentially. Yeah. And then there are some people who are just out there saying, look, Dolphins spent way too much time on the field. They are going to be too soft on a short week against the Bengals. Yeah, they're going to be soft. And they're also not getting much of a pass rush, which that's kind of uh, the Bengals kryptonite. I, I'm super high on the Dolphins in short term, um, but I think I'd actually be more interested in getting down on the Bills uh, at a better price now that they lost to win the AFC East because, you know, they Ooh. still have the home game in their pocket. What's your read on uh, Bills being able to bounce back from that loss and beat the Ravens? Because if the Bills are two and two, all of a sudden, maybe you do get a good price. That Bills-Ravens game, for me, I think the Bills just need to get healthy. But ultimately, imagine this Bills team against that terrible Ravens secondary. Like, the, the, Devontae Parker, when's the last time you heard Devontae Parker's name for having a massive game? <laughs> that Ravens secondary turned Devontae Parker into Tyreek Hill. That's a good point. Uh, ultimately, they did come away with the three turnovers, and that was the yes. difference for the Ravens. But, uh, yeah, no, I, th- I'm, I, that, that one is, uh, is a must-watch for yes. a lot of reasons. Um, but, uh, you know, certainly I'm, I'm very, very closely monitoring Bill's future prices because if they take a second surprise loss here early in the season, then they're going to be a decent buy. Absolutely. Well, in case you missed it, Matthew Berry's new show, Fantasy Football Hour with Matthew Berry, the legendary fantasy football analyst, is back with NBC and Roto World doing what he does best, rolling out his love-hate list and breaking down who to start and sit and much more. There will also be plenty of actionable information along the way for all of you sports bettors. So check it out weekdays in the afternoon on Peacock or listen to the show in podcast form wherever you download and subscribe. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. For the world's greatest athletes. This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. I have never seen anything like this. How about that? An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics, Friday, July 26th on NBC and Peacock. There's no place like the movie theater. 
The smell of fresh popcorn welcomes you to a full body experience, while candies and sodas compete for your attention. Hoping to join you in the best seats you've reserved on Fandango. It's where movie lovers buy tickets, pick seats, and double up on rewards points all online. All that's left is to walk in, snack up, and sit back. Visit Fandango.com or download the app today for your ticket to the movies. This football season, PointsBet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means before this ad is over, you can place a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out your live second-half over bet. So whether you are on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today and sign up with the code BETTHEEDGE to get a second chance on your first five bets up to $100 each. New customers only, must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, West Virginia, Kansas, or Louisiana. Void where prohibited, Louisiana license pending in partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, first five bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the PointsBet website for more details. Gambling problem? In Colorado or Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. And in Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. 1-877-770-7867. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800GAMBLER net gambling problem call 8778 hope new york or text hope ny467369 in new york so drew you know you touched on this a little bit and i think you're gonna go with them again their stock is down it's the chargers tell yeah. me why injuries <laughs> <laughs> hey brad stop me if you've heard this one before but the Chargers have a bunch of key players with significant yeah. <laughs> injuries. It's deja vu all over again it's with wild. this franchise. They cannot keep their horses healthy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but you have to you have to look at what's going on here and say, well, same as it ever was. Uh, you, the Chargers lose losing potentially Rashawn Slater. Now we'll find out today if his bicep injury is like a week or two, or if yeah. this is like long term. If it's long term, and now you're trotting Storm Norton out there. On Justin Herbert's blind side, Justin yeah. Herbert of the uh, you know of the rib damage recently, um, that is a recipe for disaster. I do not want to see one of the best young quarterbacks no. in the NFL being subject to blindside pressure week in week out with broken ribs. No, thank you. And then on top of that, the defensive injuries that they're sustaining are all looking uh, somewhat Im- somewhat por- important. Uh, Corey Lindsley, of course, you know is battling through it on the offensive line. He matters because he is you know is, is a relatively um, you know strong center and. Kind kind of anchor for that line overall uh this chargers team as you know they go through a two-month window here where the schedule gods are smiling on them (laughs) they are playing like it's hard to get a good schedule in the afc because there's so many good teams they've got one right and if they can't kind of 
figure out a way to eke out wins with and get their players back be, you know piece by piece then they can write off any hope of doing anything this season because you know right now like they're angling for a wild card uh you know it's tough to see how they can catch and pass the chiefs at this point considering that they've already gotten the one head to head loss yeah. uh which you know chargers going on the road potentially having to go through play through cold weather uh doesn't look like a team that's especially built for that considering that their run defense Still a problem. Cannot yeah. believe it. We are still here. Like they doubled down on Pat. You know, they get they bring in Khalil Mack. Everybody is kind of figuring out ways to point to well, Khalil Mack's gonna solve the run defense problem. No, no, <laughs> yeah. they had they the, the Jaguars got whatever they wanted on the ground yesterday to the tune of 38 points. Uh it was really um, you know, that was really something wild. And uh yeah, Chargers uh, are a sell for me until uh until healthy. Yeah, especially as banged up as they are. And like I could say, I can make an argument for four out of their five next games. These run heavy teams could give them a lot of problems if they do yeah. not get healthy. Who's your stock down? My stock down, Tempe Buccaneers. Um, this one is a little bit of the offensive line. We knew that was going to be a problem, but a lot of it has to do with Tom Brady himself. So watching Tom Brady play, it kind of reminds me of when LeBron went to L.A., that first year <laughs> when they didn't have a ton of talent and it just kind of looked like he resented his decision to go to LA looks like Tom Brady's kind of resenting his team. It's not their fault that he's not good. He can't go out there breaking tablets when you're breaking tablets and your players are afraid to make mistakes. What's going to happen. They're going to make mistakes. The Buccaneers defense is, is absolutely stout. And we've seen that through three weeks. It doesn't matter how good your defense is. If you can't sustain drives on offense, your defense is going to give up points. And that's exactly what happened to them. They gave up a quick touchdown, and then they gave up another quick touchdown because their, mm -hmm. their team went three and out in the next possession. And they play a pretty favorable schedule. But honestly, I can't say anything's favorable when you can't score points because like when they're going to play Chiefs yeah. on Sunday Night Football, the Chiefs, man, they've been getting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. Brady's going to go down a ton, and I don't think that the Buccaneers have the weapons to do anything. And most importantly about this Bucs team, which was big surprise to me, is they're not getting much push in the run game. Even with the banged-up offensive line, you'd think that Byron Leftwich would be able to, to design some runs, draw up some plays to get, yeah. to get push, and they're just not. And, I mean, they're minus 350 to win the NFC South. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it's the Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. This, is, this might be an easier division to win than the NFC East, but – Plus 375 to win an NFC? Yeah, right. I would yeah. bet the Eagles a thousand times over the Buccaneers. And oh my goodness, if the Eagles get a home game against the Buccaneers in a revenge playoff spot, oh, it's lights out for Brady and the Buccaneers. Yeah, that does feel like it's we're on a collision course, right? Yes. Like in the playoffs, seeing Tom Brady in Philly, it feels like that's coming. Um, and a lot of my evaluation of Philly and Tampa between now and the end of the season is going to be trying to come up with a fair price for that game because that's yeah. going to be big. Um, I agree with you. Not a good get right spot. Welcoming a, a Chiefs team <laughs> off an embarrassing loss. Uh, and, yeah. and, and the market is telling you Tampa's three point dogs at home. <laughs> yeah, game. you know, that's scary um, in prime time. I will. I will note this, though. The, um, the Buccaneers defense came out and they were not playing a sharp game yesterday. They conceded some soft, soft, soft points soft. early. And but they did turn it around. They made a couple of nice adjustments. And there are some really talented players on that unit overall. 
Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if they can employ any of the same sort of strategy that worked for them in the Super Bowl against Pat Mahomes. I know Pat Mahomes now behind a very good offensive line, so he should be able to, uh, you know, kind of have a lot more room to breathe than he did on Super Bowl against Tampa Bay. But um, this is uh, it's still going to be a, a tough test for these guys. And and uh, you you bring up some very used, you know, I think fair points about this offense. Um, Mike Evans will be back from suspension. Yes. Um, but outside of Evans, you have a uh, kind of a, a who's who of who uh, that he is operating with in the offense. And Leonard Fournette is giving them nothing right Absolutely now in the running game. Nothing. And that's a problem because, you know, with, as you mentioned, with the offensive line uh, absences, um, all of a sudden we have, uh, you know, Tom Brady under pressure, particularly, you know, particularly up the middle. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just it's not anywhere close to what we're used to seeing. And, yep. uh, yeah, the frustration is boiling over. The body language experts are not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I have warning warning signs flashing, um, especially because, like, as you mentioned it, like they should still win the NFC South. But, yeah, how about the Falcons? Man, Those guys Falcons. are they're a little frisky all of a sudden. They looked impressive as well. Uh, yeah, stock down for the Bucks. I mean, even when Brady has had time, he just didn't trust anybody. He needs Evans. He needs Julio to be healthy. He needs Godwin back. But until then, uh, they're my stock down team. So just a reminder, if you do not have the NBC Sports Predictor app, go download it now. The contests are free and easy to play, and you could win thousands this weekend by predicting what will happen in college football, Major League Baseball, and on the NASCAR circuit and in the Premier League. They're also $100,000 up for grabs by guessing the outcomes between the Chiefs and the Buccaneer and in our Sunday night seven contest. So, Drew, yeah. I hope we get a better game tonight than we did <laughs> last night for Monday Night Football Cowboys at the Giants. Yeah, I didn't win the 100000 in predictor last night, but shout out <laughs> to Jay Croucher for calling Brandon Ayuk first touchdown score. Yes. He, he nailed, nailed that one. Um, I think this is probably going to be a more entertaining game than the market suggests. Yes. 38 and a half feels a little low. Um, I don't I haven't seen anything from this Giants defense that suggests they're going to be able to kind of, uh, you know, dictate things here. This is probably more like, I don't know, for me, this sets up like the Dallas is, you know, has the advantage if Cooper Rush can just not, uh, you know, look like a, a completely inexperienced, yeah. uh, you know, the, the game is too going too fast for him. Right. There is. Yeah, there are, are you see this plenty of times. Right. When you have inexperience combined with prime time on the road that tends to bring out the worst in players like cooper rush and if that happens then the cowboys have no no hope here right like it's going to be yeah. it's going to be a a, a, a a pretty miserable contest and you know probably one-way giants that said uh, i've seen enough out of cooper rush that i am willing to put my a stake on dallas to win um but even more so you know there are some very 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 bright spots on this dallas roster starting with micah parsons uh, i think his matchup against daniel jones and his ability to potentially create havoc plays is going to be very real um and i think just in general dan quinn is has had a standout start to this season people the kind of the common narrative coming into 2022 was dallas's defense is going to regress yeah, everybody said it. Everybody was expecting it. They're not going to be able to create as many turnovers. They're not going to get as many touchdowns off of turnovers, blah, 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 blah. They have done things even better. Yes. In certain aspects of the defensive side of the game this season than last season when they were such an outstanding unit. And so they may not get it done with the, you know, with the crazy outrageous turnovers, but just with good, solid, fundamental defense. And so I think, you know, Parsons in general, like he's the best defensive player in the NFL for my money. 
Uh, I think he's going to have a big night against this New York offensive line that I still have questions about. And Daniel Jones, who is a fumbling machine. Yes. Uh, so give me Dallas in this contest. And I think, uh, you know, there's some ways to kind of expand on that in terms of how you attack the prop market. But uh, Dallas for me uh, this this uh, this evening. Yeah, it's Dallas for me as well. I mean, this is a Giants team that's allowed eight sacks. Uh, the Cowboys team who's gotten eight sacks. The, the pass rush is there for, for the Cowboys. And, you know, a fun angle that I kind of texted you about last night could be the first half for the Cowboys. Listen, I don't really want to talk about juice, but if it's a tie in the first half, it's minus 125. Sure. If for them to just win the first half, minus 110. The, uh, the Giants are one of two teams in the NFL who have yet to score a first half touchdown. And mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to with the, the pressure that's going to be on there. From a prop perspective, you know, one's is kind of fun for me. I'm obviously going to be on Micah Parsons to get a sack, to record a sack right now in, in most places about minus 110. I'm going to be on Dante Fowler to record a sack. So Dante Fowler has the second highest pass rush grade on that Cowboys team and looking for trades. You know, they, they, when your name's in the news, what do you want to do? You want to increase your stock. If not, you want to get more playing time. He already has one sack on the season. He got one last game. So why not put a little bit of action on there? It's going to be fun. Yeah, that's a good look. Uh, I hadn't really thought that through, but uh, I'm going to go sh price shop that one after the show. That's a, that's a fun way to play it because like, we're going to get to a point where Parsons is has so much gravity yeah. that everybody else gets the benefit of that. Right, oh, like yeah. there's going to be a, a an inflection point there where uh, you know other other players are the beneficiaries of three hats on Parsons, yep. um, and uh, you know in general I'm excited to see Parsons match up against Zach Barkley. Two Penn State guys going head to head uh, <laughs> is going to be pretty fun, um, but yeah, ultimately uh, Dallas small edge for me playing them on the money line not my favorite look on the week uh, obviously this is probably maybe like my sixth <laughs> highest confidence <laughs> side um but you know so, so you know light conviction but let's go cowboys yeah i put a little big back money on cowboys money line drew this was fun as always guys don't forget to check out nbcsportsedge.com for more information to help you with your wagers thank you to everyone who's watching on the nbc sports youtube channel and if you're listening to us in podcast form, don't forget to subscribe and rate us. Take care, everybody.